And welcome everybody to What the Hops. Uh, Brian, Savannah, and Adam here at Mortalis Brewing Company out in Avon, New York. And uh, yeah, it's mid-May. Sun is out. It's a nice Saturday afternoon. Shit's about to hit the fan, I think. Uh, we're here with Dave and Josh from Mortalis, and uh, yeah, long time no see, guys. I mean, it's probably been what, like two weeks, I think, maybe yeah, at least ten days, I think. Yeah. It seems like seems like I'm kind of out here a lot more than I'm not sometimes. Yeah. You know? So it's been it's it's been a while since we've actually recorded here though. We haven't like recorded or done anything here since like what like October. I think it was like I think it was like end of October. So in the early stages. So yeah. A lot of things have changed. Yeah. Really busy. So that's good. Yeah, you were just telling us about the new tanks going yep. in, yep. so yep. that's happening this week. Two more tanks coming next week, so open up some production and keep up with some more cans. And yeah, the brew schedule is just going to be out of control. We're going to have to work more than 40 hours a week now, I think. <laughs> that's the worst. I've never worked a 40 hour a week here. When you can drink at your job, though, is it? Uh, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. Like, do you, I mean, really I don't, don't do a lot of drinking during the day. I would be. We don't. We don't start at six thirty every day. We wait till at least eight or nine. But you, you know, you gotta you gotta taste the beer and make sure. Yeah, yeah, breakfast so. beer, you know. Yeah, some breakfast. Yeah, beer. yeah. Depends on how rough last night was. Sometimes you have to wake up and get a beer. Yeah. Air dog, man. Sure. That's why you, you guys need to make that uh, Bloody Mary beer at some point then. Uh, we love we love cocktail inspired beers. Yeah, I mean, you guys had that uh, first collab with um, Swiftwater. Yep. That you guys yep. released. Yeah. And. Uh, that was awesome, and since then you guys have been canning, not like crazy, but like you've had what four or five cans? Now? I think we've done four, four yeah. ourselves. And then we've been doing a beer tree, a couple with with water. Yep. Yeah. Try to at least once a month, but hopefully with the new tanks, maybe every other week or so is what we're really gonna for. Yeah. I mean, oh man, in the past, I mean, so you guys have been open for just over nine months now. Right, and in those nine months, it's probably been kind of like a whirlwind now. Like, I mean, you guys have been all it's over crazy. the fucking place. Like, where's Paul at now? Paul's at a festival, isn't he? Yeah, Five Borough. Yeah, at the well, and uh, him and Gretchen went down yesterday, so they're in New York City this weekend. Uh, we have it's a busy few months coming up, actually. So yeah, I know you're going on. You guys are going out to uh, Michigan for the Homes yeah. Homes Festival. Um, Probably got a few other ones lined up. Yeah, uh, Nucleate for Holmes in June, and then the Real Beer Expo in June, which we're really pumped for because we always used to go to that just to drink. Oh, that's the Rochester. Yeah, one, Rochester right? Real Beer Expo, yeah. uh, and then after that, late June is Green City for other maps. So that'll June is that'll be fun. A lot of traveling. For pretty much all the beers we're doing right now, we're brewing around festival schedules. That's yeah. I mean then. Come August, you got the Flower City uh, Festival too. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you guys, uh, you guys were at the one last year, right? No, no. We weren't open yet. Yeah, there was a lot of right as we were opening, a lot of invites to things, but we just couldn't really keep up with the demand. Really, right. yeah. 
I mean, we got you have a full draft board right now, though. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm drinking right now. I'm drinking the catapult. Uh, this was actually the first beer I had from you guys when I was here the first time. So seeing it come back, I was kind of excited. Um, Definitely yeah, really like that one. Definitely a little more bitter than your normal IPA than that what you've been seeing on the boards lately here. So, I mean, for me, like, I'm all about this. Yeah, you see a little bit more hazy IPA and you don't really think bitterness, but I don't think it's it's too bitter. It's, it's got, there's a little bit no. there. It's, it's a little green, but I mean, it's, it's I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, just two hops, Citrus Centennial, and I think they go together pretty well. Oh, yeah, man. And I just finished um, what you released. You released this today or this week? Uh, the cannoli? The cannoli, yeah. yeah. That was today, yep. We just, today. Just so we the morning. Venus base, essentially, because yep. the Venus uh, s'mores is probably one of my favorite ones you guys have ever released. Um, this, is, this is very, really good. And I taste the cannoli. We've got cannolis on the table, too, yeah. so only <laughs> add to the ambiance. Beyond yeah, for sure. Of the scenario. I mean, you guys still have the banana and peanut butter on tap, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's on its last leg. So if, you're, if you like peanut butter as a banana, yeah, that's today a, might be your day to get it. That's the last guy. By the time this comes out, you guys have missed out, and hey, sucks to be you, man. Yeah, you know, anytime you. We're, we're putting cream cheese in a beer at this point, so you, you don't know how that is going to translate. And you know, it, we started tasting it out of the tank, and it tasted like a cannoli. So went ahead and put a lot of the shells in there. Uh, the mascarpone so filling. So the cream cheese came first, and then it started to taste like a cannoli. Or well, I mean, we've used cream cheese. This is what the third time we've used it. Yeah, yeah. We did the cheese cheesecake. cheesecake. Um, and then the Rising Storm collaboration. Yeah, we did a blueberry lemon cooking sour. I definitely got to get into that one. Because Rising Storm, man, if people haven't been out there, I mean, they're doing some awesome stuff. You guys have been the bell of the ball in the area in a sense, but they're like, they're, they're crushing. They're really, yeah, I mean, they're really good beer. They have what, like, they have 14 draft lines. I was going to say, they got, they got more than you. I wanted to say 16, but yeah, like, yeah. it's like they're, they're really just like constantly ruined stuff. Oh, yeah. Their property is fantastic too. Uh, we have a, an event there too. The July thirteenth. OPP. OPP. Yeah. Other people's pints. So they have a bunch of a bunch of breweries coming in, and they have a great spot to throw any kind of festival. Really. They're just yeah, they're they're like surrounding area. I mean, you could you could have some fun there. Yep. You can also probably roll down that hill pretty easily too. So. Watch out for the train tracks. Right. Yep. And my other half. Of Officially opening its doors recently has it made business even busier. People kind of. Um, I don't think we've seen a, a big increase or decrease uh, either way. Okay. Those guys are great down there. They're doing great beer. We go down there all the time. Yeah, we were down there the other day. Just have a couple of pours, come back, and get back to work. <laughs> yeah, we've noticed a lot of people that they bounce between other half, us, uh, rising storm. They're all, you know, we're all really close now, so it's 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 good. Well, that's what's great about the craft beer drinker. They're not just going to one place. They're going to multiple places on the same trip. Yeah. So I, I like having them down the street. It's, a, it's another job for Livingston County. They're actually in Ontario County, but 
better draw. Yeah, we'll probably end up there at some point after here, just because I haven't actually, I haven't been there since they opened officially. I've been there for a couple of camera releases, but... Like, some big hitters on it. I'm sure you could go there and get extremely intoxicated, no problem. <laughs> and they, uh, I've heard they've been opening some magnums of some of their stouts, so they opened a fifth anniversary magnum, the, the Thai Banana Stout, and they were just handing out for people, so really cool that they're doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, I think having places so close to each other is only good for other businesses. And I, sure. I, I, the brewery that I work at, so many people, they were building one one block away. It was being built, being built. And people were really, the, the regulars, really scared. They're like, aren't you scared that nobody's going to come in here? No, this is great. People can hit up now four breweries in an easy afternoon. It's great for everybody. Yeah. That's actually how it's happened. Yeah, too. Saturday. You just get a bunch of people together, you get on a bus, you're, like you said earlier, you're there for half an hour to an hour, you get a couple tours, you're on the back on the bus, and you go to the next turn, and you hit up that four or five times throughout the day, and then you're buzzed, and you're feeling good, you go home. I think that's a big misconception. People think it's like a competition with breweries, and we constantly work with other breweries, bounce questions, ideas, everyone's working together. We're short on some hops, we grab some hops from someone else, or some East and it, it, that's what it's all about is helping each other out yeah. and that's how it is with these festivals and stuff too I mean not even just locally but like nationwide at this point where it's like hey you guys have started right around when we started or vice versa it's like we scratch yeah. our back we scratch yours boom 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 I mean, we, you know? we met the guys from Dewey, uh, Dewey Brewing Company down in Delaware at EBF <laughs> and they, they hit us up they're like hey we're doing our fourth anniversary we get some kegs. Yeah, we'll some kegs. So we're going to ship you three kegs. That's it awesome, actually. It's a pretty cool experience for you guys. You know, Brian was out there. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. It was real, man. Crazy time. You know, I saw you guys on, on Instagram, and it's all of a sudden, you know, what you had on tap, and then all of a sudden you see the sold outside, and it seems that every session you guys We didn't just, really yeah, know what to expect going into it. We ran out of beer quick, but it's, you know, we, we really brought what... Yeah. Well, we were, we were just told, the, and it just it went. The ability to network and just talk to oh, other absolutely. bigger mainstream breweries and bounce ideas off of each other and maybe future collabs. I think that would yeah, be awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Just, yeah, we met a lot of really cool breweries, and the, the best part is we go to breweries we've never even heard of just to check them out there's so many breweries there it's awesome yeah uh, that's the one thing like I tried to hit as many places as I could just because you know you had all the lines there where it's like oh hey I'm just gonna wait for Great Notion and this and this and this but it's like dude like man hundreds of fucking beer like breweries there just go like yeah. there's someone standing there not pouring anything yet yeah. that beer is probably pretty great yeah, there's probably four or five hundred different beers there and then you got somebody you know Utopia's is a great beer but I'm not going to stand in line for an hour and a half on a four hour session to get a, a thimble full right in, yeah. you know, in my mind those types of places are like that's a sprint you got to sprint through and try everything you can I mean if Jim Koch is like pouring it in my mouth then yeah maybe yeah. I'll yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, straight going Tom Cruise and cocktail <laughs> Working those events, too, you, you really, we learned you have to pace yourself because there was the Friday session and then two on Saturday. And after Friday night, we were, we went pretty hard and then you get there Saturday morning for the next session, like, oh my gosh, yeah. we got to do two more of these. Yeah, like the, the two-hour break in between the Saturday sessions, there was a good majority of uh, brewers and, and pourers like, laying behind the curtains on the ground just taking a nap. Because yep. it, it was a fun, rough night. A lot of hair sure. of the dog, that's for sure. <laughs> I remember after Friday walking back to my hotel room and I'm like, someone was yelling about... Uh, Someone was yelling about like how they hate Tom Brady, and it just happened to be so. Like I'm like, all right, you're obviously not from Boston, so I'm just like, yeah, fuck Tom Brady. And they're like, wait, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Buffalo. And they're like, oh yeah, fuck the Bills too. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to bed. I'm not you're in the thick of it there. That's, that's dangerous. Yeah. That's dangerous yeah. to tell someone you're from Buffalo. <laughs> I didn't. Like, I think yeah. it's also dangerous to say fuck Tom Brady in Boston. Yeah, know. I'm like, I'm like, wait. Are you from? Where are you from? And like they didn't even go. And I'm just like I'm not even. I'm not even gonna get involved with this. <laughs> this. This could end up. All of a sudden, I'm in. Terrible. I'm in a jail somewhere in Boston. And like yeah, fuck that video. I mean, unless he's poor, me utopias in my mom. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much you'd have to pay for that. They have Tom Brady pour that for you? You take a $170 bottle and his guest appearance is easy a million. It'd be, yeah. It's pricey pour. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hell, you could just probably give, you could probably give Gronk a couple of joints and fucking yeah, a bottle, and a bottle of some shitty rum and he'll just like, pour, he'll pour it on himself before he pours it in your mouth. That's yeah. what it is. And well, he has that, um, like, yacht you can go on. Oh, his own yeah, party the party boat yeah. Yeah, of sorts. So I, that's what I imagine you're buying when you go on his party boat is just him walking yeah, around time. pouring yeah. stuff in people's Just mouths. do it just to say they, that you did it, man. If they, if they <laughs> want know? it or not. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I could not handle that. For sure. That's... You have to do a lot of prep work in order to, to, to hang with them. I think. Yes. Like I agree. Days and days. <laughs> get, that, get the future liver trained. Yeah. yeah. A lot of processing. <laughs> so, what's upcoming for you guys? What's What's the next? Is we have a can release upcoming? Anything in the works in the next week or two? Or are you just pushing out the beers for these festivals? We got the we're canning a beer on Monday. Uh, post the details about that. Uh, probably probably uh, next week. I don't know when this episode will actually come out, but it'll probably end up dropping probably a week or two after. And, you know. uh, yeah. So we're. I mean, we're canning a double IPA, so everyone will know what it is by that time. Uh, the, the label art's real cool. We're really happy with how it came out. We're excited to do another can run. Uh, some of the barrels uh, around the brewery are starting to get uh, pretty close to uh, bottling dates, so we're, we'll have probably a barrel-aged stout coming out real soon. We've been tasting them. They're, see, they're, they're all over the place right now. They're, uh, we're basically just focusing on... Uh, filling every tank. So as soon as the tank is empty, we're filling it that day. We're just, we're just keep pushing and pushing. Try and keep up. Try and come up with more crazy ideas. Try, trying to pull every yeah. style we do, at least get a portion of it into a barrel just to age it out. And we love barrel aged stouts, so it's big for us. And we got our um, 
counter pressure filler for uh, bottling. We have a pallet of bottles, so as soon as one of these barrels is ready, we'll be doing a, a bottle drop. So you said you, you love barrel-aged stouts, as, as do we all at sitting at this table, but um, a lot of the stuff on the menu, like for example the cannoli, I yep. mean that's really given into the, the masses and what kind of is happening in the beer scene right yep. now. Yep. So are you guys kind of trying to just keep a balance right now of like 50% of what you really, really like and 50% of like supply and demand, or is I, it... I think a lot of the beers we do brew on a daily or weekly basis are beers that we want to drink regardless. So I don't, I don't think it's necessarily like giving into the masses or, yeah. or trying to appease people. I think we're just... We're, we like to drink crazy beer just like everybody else so yeah, we, we did plenty of beer trips yeah early on and we'll sit around we'll, we'll shoot the shit and drink beer and just like literally write down ideas on napkins and then that's that's what we brew those are the beers we're brewing on a daily basis yeah. You have like a lot, you have like a lot of like the pipeline. You know, like a bunch of just like uh, we're crazy ideas. We're scheduled through to the end of July so far uh, on what we're going to be producing. Okay. And we, we even have a little bit of August already filled up. So I mean, by mid July, we'll have probably the end of the year wrapped up on what we're going to produce. It's usually we'll be hanging out or drinking, and it, it's like a napkin idea, really. Like, hey, we want these yeah. flavors, this style of beer, and then we'll work it in, try to get it in. Within like a then it kind of season. becomes a collab. Well, yeah, 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 the, the three, yeah. I mean, the three of us bounce uh, ideas off of each other. It's, it's not just the same. We actually write down. Like, yeah, we. Oh, here's, here's a pen. Here's a marker. <laughs> yeah. Whatever we can find, a, sure. a golf yeah. club pencil. Yeah. Sure. Whatever we can find, we write it down before we forget it. Well, it's probably you know you're, you're two or three beers in, you just shoot the shit, and all yeah. of a sudden, boom, something. Yeah. Something if you have a, a cocktail that's real cool, like oh, can we make this into a beer or like a dessert? Oh yeah, we can get these flavors and turn it into a beer. I'm a shower thought person myself. I like I need one of those. Um, Napkin wouldn't do so well. In that. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, they have like uh, <laughs> they have uh, waterproof like sticky pads you can put oh, in the shower nice. for shower thoughts. As I say, even a dry erase board just wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. no, like, they how, have, how do you actually break things down in a shower? It is a waterproof like post-it note, and you can write your thoughts in the shower. It's interesting. Do my best thinking. I don't in even know what I think about when I'm in the shower. I usually think about did I wash my hair? <laughs> Should I do it again just in case I didn't? Did I accidentally use what time is it? Body wash on my hair? <laughs> did I grab the right shampoo? Right, right. Yeah. Oh I no, do. I used a wife shampoo. Oh no. <laughs> but I do love there's always every time I'm here and I've been here, it's probably my eighth or ninth time here at this point. It's always a, a good balance on on your board, sure. which I love because sometimes you walk into places and like people are like, I only drink IPAs or like some places only specialize in that and so you want to go to one place that only has IPAs, okay, but it really puts people into pigeonholes, which you don't get here. Right. You have such a great balance on your board, so it's a little bit for everybody. I know? feel that, like, so if there's a, somebody comes in and they're more of a beer novice, and maybe they may be a little bit intimidated, do you really have anything to kind of kind of get them into the, the fray of um, trying to craft beer scene, or is this more for maybe the next t- step up to the more, you know, renowned, like someone that kind of knows what they're, they're coming in for? Yeah, I mean, we... 
we we are all hotels. It's not just the, our saying. You know, we we are here for everybody. Yeah. We want everybody to feel welcome, and we through a wide spectrum so that people can try new things. Like uh, some of our sours aren't like rip your enamel off your teeth sour. They're more of a gateway sour. We're doing that so that people can get introduced into these types of beers that they might not be comfortable with, so that they can expand more sure. try new things. I mean, I had a guy ask me, it's like I drink Jenny Light, well, what, what should I try? Yeah. Try everything. Try all of them. Right. So I gave him like a, a half an ounce pour of every beer and he, and he sat down and had a couple of pints and he was on his way. He loved every everything he was trying. So it's great. We're, we're not just trying to, like, we don't want to cater to anybody really. While not catering to them, we still want to cater to everybody. If that makes sense. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. totally good. Just try and cover everything. Right. If you don't like it, we're not offended. That's that's fine. We're, yeah. Again, we're brewing what we like to drink, and other people like it too. That that's cool. I haven't heard anybody ever say to me yet, "I don't like Mortalis." I have well, yet to hear yeah. those words. So, so, so <laughs> yeah, media is a, a dangerous. I was going to say yeah, we yeah. have some fun reading not, through not some of the untapped reviews. Sometimes yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll eat you well, up. Well, you're always gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna get that no matter what you do yeah. in life. So yeah. 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 can't please gotta, everyone. Yeah, got to turn a deaf ear to it. We try our best. Uh, see, see twenty of them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you put it out there, and you hope that 90 percent of the time, everyone's going to love it. You know, you're going to have that five ten percent. There's they're just stuck in their own ways, and, and they just like to put their name out there to get their fifteen. Minutes, only though, you know? so good. I know. I got to get up there and get some of this real quick. Yeah, like, I'm punching on, yeah, on this canola. It's delicious. <laughs> and I just had the the berries and cream sour. I think this was released today as well. Uh, the Cerberus was this week. Last was Cerberus last week. Uh, Sunday. Last Thursday. Or last Thursday. Last Thursday. Yeah. Okay. So it's still yeah. fairly yeah, fairly yeah, new. Yeah, Real, we're uh, by the time this airs, really we'll probably smooth. be gone. Yeah, really in smooth. In a week, we've already gone through half of it, so it's uh-huh. it's flying. For good, that shit, for good man. reason. Yeah, it's very good. Very well done. Yeah, it's it's rare to see like uh, you know, Cerberus and two Hydras on right now. A lot of big fruit forward beers and. Eat more fruit. <laughs> it, it constantly <laughs> rotates with especially with the, the hydra. Yeah. Well, you guys still got some of that uh, strawberry cream ale too. We just made that right? for a small batch. Yeah, that was a small we batch. We did uh, one of our buddies that comes in here quite often. Wanted a strawberry coffee cream ale, and uh, so we did just a five-gallon one-off batch for. Yeah, I wanted to get out to uh, Rock Brewing for that. Oh, that was thing, man. so much. That Bananas fun. Foster one looked great, man. I wanted All to. The, there was so many good cream that. ales. I can't believe how much cream ale I drank. I didn't think it was possible to drink that much, but <laughs> it was great. That, that was a really fun event. Well, uh, the good thing about cream ales too, though, it's like they're generally anywhere between five and seven percent most time, uh, right? And half. Yeah, <laughs> and we just decided to bring it eight and a half percenters. So that, I mean, we yeah, just got. You guys got to dare to be different, you know? Right, right. Yeah. I think the first cream we did was like four and a half or five percent. So we wanted to go a little bit bigger to help 
secondary some of the, the heavier flavors we wanted to do. That, that event was cool in the, the fact that they had the first set of cream ales on and they were all sixtals. And it almost got to the point where you could feel everyone was just waiting for one to kick. And then as soon as that first one kicked, it was just like roll coaster. It's just yeah. everything's kicking. And then it's like a new one would come on and be gone in like 20 minutes. And then the next one's on. And it, it was crazy. Sorry, I kind of party. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah, they, they, I think they said that they, they grew that uh, event. They had maybe, I, don't quote me on this, but like 10 breweries last year, and this year they had almost 20. So they've almost doubled it in size just over one year. You're hitting the year anniversary yep. mark. Yeah, we've been planning the party. Like, is this what you guys? Is this what you guys imagined? Like, I mean, no, no way. <laughs> no, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I don't think anybody. Like, really just just thinking back at it. Like, it's just like, dude, like, this is not this. These past nine months had to fucking. Oh, it's flown by. You know, planning on working through the end of last year, and uh, that didn't happen. And then you know, we brought Josh on full time, which was a huge help for for me especially and everybody else. So, uh, I never expected to be here 80 hours a week after nine months or whatever. But here we are. <laughs> it's. It really is crazy to, to think that it's we're, we're approaching a year because it, it just doesn't feel like it. it. It feels like a month or two. It, yeah, I just, I really don't, I couldn't even tell you like how fast time moves right now. It's just go full throttle all the time, brew as much beer as we can, and try to keep up. You guys know how many beers you've actually released in this past? I do. It's um, probably written, written down somewhere. I just got done, I got done filing the TTB Report for the beer we tagged this afternoon, so I know exactly how many batches we've done. <laughs> so what's the number? Secret number? 89. <laughs> wow. It's pretty good, man. Seems way more than I would have guessed. Yeah, we were expecting to do 100 to 150 a year, and we still have three months left, and we... What was beer number one? Cyber cream ale. And as above was batch two. So we went from a cream ale, like, oh yeah, we can do a stout on this system. And from a 5% to a 10%. 10% stout ale, see how this goes. Kick it the fuck up. Yeah. So we're, we're still learning. Go big or go home. Yeah. It's, every day we, we're still learning something new in the brew house and still we're pretty comfortable on the, the system now and know what it can do and know the limits, but it, it was a steep learning curve going from brewing five ten gallon batches to five barrels at a time. That's scary. Now did oh, you yeah. do a lot of home brewing before you guys kind of took yeah. that next step? None of it, yeah. We did yeah. A lot. I think yeah. between the three of us we're close to twenty years of uh, oh, really? home brewing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Adam's still Adam's yeah, still guy. Adam's still behind on the history a little bit. Yeah, it's I know there's a lot of there's a lot of people that get into it and you, you homebrew and your dream is to to go professional and, and open something up. So it, it's really amazing to just see here, you know, people sitting in the bar drinking the, the beer that we're brewing and enjoying it. It's really cool to, to watch. Yeah, I'm super excited. Like you said, you got the the anniversary party lined up yep. and that. And you guys telling some of the details before. Like I'm yeah. excited. Hopefully, uh, yeah, it'll be see see when all that's officially announced. It'll be off site. Just 
so we could try to, to get a little more people in because we're, we're really limited on space here. So, well, after we, after that, uh, the, the the Thanksgiving event. Oh yeah, the Thanksgiving. Had, yeah, like <laughs> I mean that that shit selling five five seconds. Yeah, yeah like that shit selling out so quick. I didn't expect that else. either. I, was, I hit go live on Eventbrite. I'm like, oh my, all the tickets are gone. It's like instant. Yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> Yeah, we tried, it was like 10, 10 seconds in. Oh, yeah. My parents were trying, they called me like, what's going on? I can't get tickets. <laughs> yeah, they you're like, you're like, sorry guys, sorry. <laughs> you're out. See, see, so see you standing outside. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the fairest way to do it, though. You know, you can't, you can't sell yeah. them here. Or, you, know, you gotta do it online. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you run into the issue if you sold them here that people will just camp out and wait. And it's... Like, like you said, you can't please everyone. So we just have to try to figure out a way that we think's fair and roll with it. Seems it. like your hospitality is, is top notch. You know, you're you're, Thank you're there for for the patrons. You're trying to do whatever it takes to to appease the masses. So yeah. you know, yeah. you know, and it takes probably a lot of time to, to get things in order. So and maybe maybe one day we'll have a huge facility with a huge lawn and we can host our own. Thousand person event or whatever, whatever we want to do. I don't know. Look like treehouse and get all the people fucking lining up and all this other yeah, bullshit. Yeah. But who knows? It's only been nine months, so you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Nah, it's a. Uh... No, but like, well, you guys also have like what, like about twenty employees now. Uh, probably a little oof, yeah, short I of twenty. Yeah, I see some new faces yeah. behind the bar today. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, we just started one of. Uh, one of uh, our employees that was doing some bartending and bar backing now is coming on to help us in the, the brew house. This was his first week, so it's it's been great. Uh, I was going to so, ask how many on the production side of you guys have. It's mainly Dave, myself, and now Joe that, that's been helping out. Paul okay. comes in and helps when he can. Um, yeah, because Paul's yeah. still working full time. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he sneaks in and, and helps out with the, yeah. the brew house. and. He really helps us because he does all of our ordering, yeah, makes, inventory, makes sure everything's here and ready for us. Passes a lot of the recipes down, and that that really helps. We don't even have time to do that, so we need. He, so he we, translates from napkin to paper. For sure, you. does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes sure we we have what we need because you know, we're, we're working so much in the brew house. I, I'm yeah. rarely in front of a computer. It seems like you need that person. Yeah. You need that, yep. that yeah. person there. Yeah. Study where he can he can take care of all the paperwork. Yeah, and he, he can do all your organized. He can do the office yeah. work. And you guys just do it. Yeah. do what you do best. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not that organized. Do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's how you run a business, man. You get that. You get that one person that knows how to fucking yeah, <laughs> bring yeah. all bring all the craziness together, sure. and it's yeah, just like, totally. all right. You it's like, I understand day. what you're saying, and I know hundred. I understand how to translate this shit into that. Yeah. So it's like, boom. And then the it's, it's a just, great yeah. business. Yeah. I don't want to make a list. You give me the list, and I'll do. I don't even know how to make a I'll knock it out. Excel. You don't want to work with Excel. Right. 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 For sure. Tastes like cannolis. As it warms up, it's just. Yeah, they, grabbed the, they grabbed the banana peanut butter. Oh, nice. Yeah. That uh, chocolate there and just like the, the, the body of this, too. Like, it's it's a little thicker than your normal Yeah, we, we pumped it up a little and 
the uh, you know again the alcohol normally on Venus is like six and a half. That one's seven nine. We bumped it up a little bit, put a little more viscous on it. It almost has uh, with the cannoli. I think I get a little bit of like almost chocolate ice cream out of it too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That uh, that's awesome. The banana one actually sweetened up a bit. I feel. It, yeah. Um, from a couple weeks ago. Banana's trick really tricky to work with. Yeah, I remember you guys were talking about like trying a different, trying a couple different kinds of bananas and yeah, stuff, and yeah, like seeing how you're gonna work with them. We tried five or six different bananas, not just like types of bananas, but like different processes of adding the banana. I don't know if we got it yet, but. It came through here. We're gonna keep trying. Yeah, two really hard flavors: peanut butter and banana. Here, they're yeah. really hard. Peanut peanut butter can be really oily, hard to work with. You can go powder. You can. There's so many different ways you can add it. So it's it's tough to, to balance those flavors out. I think maybe with like the banana, the longer you let it ripen, maybe you know, the sweeter or you know the more sugar. Yeah, yeah. Remember we tried. We, oh, we tried. We tried everything. Like fresh <laughs> bananas, and it, it, it was. I heard they like, throw it in the freezer. It was probably the best well, thing. We tried that, but honestly, the the bananas they're supposed to air ripen. When they get cold, is when they like they turn brown, but the inside is still green. Okay. So yeah, yeah we tried that. We put it in the beer. It tastes like green bananas. So yeah, it was, it was not enjoyable. But I, yeah, we, yeah. We found some Canadians that, that uh, found an alternative for bananas, so... That's what's in that beer. It so. is real bananas, but they do everything for you. And it's, it takes a while to get, yeah. but it, yeah. that's what we use. Nice. Nice Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we, we get a bunch of fruit from them. It, again, it just takes a long time to get it because they have to yeah. cross the border with it, and it, it's a nightmare. Sure. But well, We could probably age them and do it ourselves by the time they get here. But yeah, dealing, dealing with all the border bullshit with yeah. my day job and stuff, man. Just knowing how all that stuff works, man. It's we, You don't want to fuck around with it. I really, yeah, I really <laughs> don't want that process of fruit so we we have medusa coming back out the dragon fruit passion fruit so we got we have all the dragon fruit in the fridge and we blend it all and pull all the seeds out and dave's a master vacation man yeah dave's a master at it so it'll probably take (laughs) him like probably five six hours to do just the dragon fruit to prep it you'll go you'll go play an eight round of 18 or something while he's doing it next week i'm going to to portland maine uh, for my first time doing a trip yeah so going with the girlfriend and get some food and, and beer we really don't have any plans just hit up as many breweries as possible try to get some uh get some lobsters bring them back and start I'm actually following. highly allergic to lobster so this is like <laughs> danger zone for me wow. going up into me shellfish like just that? lobster oh yeah wow. oh, that's, that's weird. really weird okay yeah. so crab legs I'm eating a lot of I don't I, actually yeah I, I mean I love shrimp and I can eat that but lobster is no wow. plan you haven't risked the crab legs yet no. crab's too much work man I learned the hard way with lobster. I ate it in his bag. Yeah. <laughs> well, never give you enough water. Nate has a good beer scene. Right. You'll be all right. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you didn't even eat anything great at, well, what, what'd you eat in Boston then, man? Oh, oh, I had a swordfish. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I've, I've had, I had, what, like maybe three lobster rolls when I was there. Yeah, we went to Rose like, 34. Like, is, is awesome. And we ate at Trillium. Trillium had amazing food, that, that new location. Bone marrow thing they had? Yeah, bone marrow. Yeah, it's really good. good stuff. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool what they have going on there. They have the restaurant set up, and you can order just cases of to-go beer to your, your table as you're eating. It's a bizarre thought. It's, it's awesome. I was hoping to get some of that truck beer, but, you know, try, trying to get some of the, the, the fake tequila barrel-aged oh. beer that everybody was saying that they're making. Oh, so. yeah, I know they, they caught a lot, of, a lot of crap recently, but it seems like they did everything right. And I, I, it, all, it all, like, washed over. They're like, you know, you get one one disgruntled employee that's like, yeah, they're doing this wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that, that's all it takes is one employee that's that's pissed off. And that, that's big for us, too. We try to keep our employees happy. And um, if they're smiling back there, customers see that. And that, that directly affects your customers that are coming in. So you, you, got, you have to keep your staff happy. And that's one thing I think, like, coming here as often as I do, as we do, um, it's what brings us back, honestly, because like you guys in particular too were some of our I mean, we're approaching like by the time this is released, it's like our anniversary of you know, having the podcast out for a year. Awesome. You know, so it's like you know, you guys have been some of our biggest supporters brewery wise. I mean, there's a couple of breweries out back in Buffalo that have been, you know, gung ho with supporting us as well sure. and stuff too. But like with you guys dealing with everything that you have still being a big supporter of us we yeah, truly love you guys. Yeah. so it's like it's, it's a it's a great thing I mean I probably run around crazy you're pulling 80 hours a week you still have the time to sit down and just chat with us I mean that's awesome you know it, it goes along yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. so yeah, yeah. sure. and that's, that's that's what keeps come, it keeps us coming back I mean not even just you guys but the workers here as well I mean everybody's just so friendly and just it it makes it just you know connections yeah, it's more than just the beer yeah I mean it feels better to be nice takes less energy than being mean to somebody who's just not caring. So. Exactly. I mean, I've been to a few. I've been to a few breweries and and bars back home and stuff too, where it's like, yeah, you might be nice, but sometimes it's like, oh, you don't really want to deal with us here. You're like trying to be. It's like, yeah. maybe you're having a bad day. I'm not going to hold it against you, but like, you know, customer service is huge, especially in this business. Yeah, you're, you're selling an experience, not just the beer. It's it really is. There's a lot of people that go to breweries. They want to meet the people behind it. We we try to. You know, we work long days, and we we'll still try to be here and, and drink with some of the people that are drinking our beer, and it, it means a lot to people. So it's cool to see. Come in, and you can talk to you. Sure. I mean, if you're here, you know, there's some breweries that are a little smaller, and the brewer's actually working, you know, and serving beer, and you can speak with the brewer and kind of pick his brain a little bit, get his thought process of why he brewed this beer this way. Sure. You know, what ingredients he put in there, the process. And, and, you know, for someone who may not be, you know, intellectually, you know, knowing everything you're about savvy, beer, yeah. I mean, it, it goes a long way, and that brings a bit, you know, so... I mean, this is my first time here, and I get that vibe, you know, from sitting down with you guys. And, you know, everybody here, it seems that you guys have put out a great product. Awesome. Thanks. Appreciate it. Love to hear that. Your beer, your beer share just walked in. <laughs> There's coolers and magnums coming shit, in right shit now. Shit is about to go down. <laughs> I'm glad I did not drive today. <laughs> a lot of bottles. Everyone listening. Right about four dudes just walked in with two coolers, a 
bunch of mag, uh, a bunch the, of the faces too are serious. Yeah, like, there isn't just like a yeah. like oh. I think they're going. I think they're going to get more. Like cross load one. These are serious looks, man. Like this is this is the real deal. I see a few like, brewery bottles out. That's dangerous. <laughs> like twenty percenters. All the chocolate rain. Yeah. Here you got some loiterers coming around, checking out what's happening. Yeah. yeah. So so what you're saying is it's a possibility you might not end up at other craft today. Anything's possible at this point. So you're, what you're saying is I should tell my wife I'm going to be a little later than five o'clock. Yeah, yeah. You're going to need a ride home. <laughs> what do you tell your wife is all Tell her leave now. <laughs> I dropped me off here, so I'm good to go. Two muffins were sitting in an oven. One muffin turns to the other muffin and says, Man, it's hot in here. The other muffin turns, the other muffin says, Oh, it's happy muffin. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for coming out. Yeah, thank you. Maybe maybe we'll drop back in on this episode and hang out as long as you want. If you guys need anything, let us know. Yeah, we'll be around. Thanks for having us on. Drink us some beers, and like we said, you know, (laughs) thank you for being a part of this year with us so far. And uh, no problem at all. We're excited to continue doing what we're doing with you guys and watching you guys grow. And we'll get a sound booth upstairs for you next time. On the Pints and Provisions podcast, we discuss the ins and outs of beer, brewing, and breweries in addition to all those crafts that pair well with beer, such as bourbon, coffee, food, and cooking. Join Evan, Ryan, Mark, and Dan on each episode where we discuss those crafts we love to imbibe. Here's a clip. I don't, I, I've got four full glasses over here. I need to figure out my glass situation <laughs> and, and before I pour this. You're the one asking you for more. Glasses. Yeah, he was, he was <laughs> the one next? that said, what's next? Well, there's a bunch sitting out. I thought maybe, uh, I thought, I, I thought we were going to get those going, but. We are proud members of the Hopped Up Network, where you can find all our episodes. And also look for us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean.com, as well as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Cheers. So yeah, we're still hanging out at Mortalis. It's, you know, we, we wanted to do an episode here while they're open just because, I don't know, you want to get the kind of vibe that you have here. Like, people probably think it's, like, super crazy here. And, yeah, sometimes it is, but... Like, as the weather warms up, they do have, like, an outside area. Um, like, it is a like it is patio area that, like, you know, parking lot. Like, there's, what, maybe three, four tables out there at this point. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's broke off. Um, the space overall, like, again, is small because of, you know, fire code issues and everything else. So, you know, they, they're only really allowed a certain amount of people here, so it is what it is. But, yeah, no, we, um, we couldn't really pass up an opportunity to get out because the one thing about coming out here, too, is anytime you're really out here, chances are half the board is probably completely different from the last time you were here. Yes, agreed. You know, so when you're... When you're coming in, you're gonna have something different. 
Um, it's like a place like Other Half or Trillium or uh, Treehouse or any like those like you know heavy hitters in a sense where they're constantly rolling through different styles of beer and constantly brewing different styles of beer that you're going to get something different almost every time. Well, it seems that they have their staples, they have their recipes, and they're just doing one-offs with different, you know, like their stout variant or their, you know, their sour variant, and they're just adding different flavors and different fruits or different... I mean, this cannoli Venus is probably, what, the eighth version of Venus that they've brewed, maybe? Like, I feel maybe, maybe, maybe more. Like, I mean... You had you had the the nutter butters start off when they opened. Um, you had the s'mores one. You had the banana peanut butter one. You had the cannoli one. You had the Samoa one. Oh, yeah. Samoa, yeah. Um, I mean, we can obviously look on Untapped and see what everybody's checked into, but like, I feel I feel like there's been quite a bit um, that they've released of it, and like, I mean, that's what you get to do. I mean, you look at like you look at a place like Trillium with their PM Dons. How many different variants do you have of that? Yeah. You know. I mean, hell, dude, alone, we, I've had, like, three of them, and I don't even, like, search out Trillium, really. You know, three or four of them. I mean, we've had, I've had the vanilla, the coconut, the peanut butter, and uh, the, the cacao, right? I think there may, might have been one more. There's a market for it. And you, have you a can good go base built yeah. off of it. Yeah. Bottom exactly. line. Yeah. You people go, really love Venus. You can go to a place like uh you can go to a place like um Oh no, we're gonna have Do you guys want something? But you look at a place like Buffalo Burn Company, you know, where if anyone wants to go and see Savannah, you can go and uh, find her on uh, Saturdays. You go to a place like that, and he brews more traditional style beer. Yeah, absolutely. There's a market for that. So if you don't want Mortalis, you can go to, you know, a place like that and get what he's brewing. And, you know, you can be happy and enjoy it and, you know, go on about your life. There's no reason why you need to come here and then be like, well, I don't like what they're brewing. Because, well, obviously you don't like it because you, that's not what you're, that's not what you're, what you enjoy. Right. But Go to a place that what you enjoy. At this point, at this point, the amount of breweries out there right now, like, if you're not happy with one of them, it's your own fault. Yeah. yeah. On, you're on just, that same you're note, just a salty though. bitch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're an old curmudgeon. On that same note, though, the same point I made to Martellus is, is that their board's always balanced, so you don't have that problem here. You, you could come in here and be like, well, I don't like sours. I don't like stouts. I don't like IPAs. It's okay because there's multiple other things on the menu that you could like here. It's really balanced. Like right now I'm just drinking the, the Tantric Sipper, the raspberry wheat wine. This thing is 11%. Doesn't taste like a That is not 11%, my like, opinion. This thing will fuck you up. Yeah, it would. Wow. So, what you're saying is danger in a glass? That is, I'm glad there's only a taster of that because. This is what Buster Rhymes was singing about. <laughs> yeah. He was warning us back in the day about this shit. <laughs> And speaking, speaking of Buster. Speaking of him, dude, I didn't even, I didn't even plan that. 
fucking Busta. Busta coming at us. Oh, that's weird. Nah, it's super weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, we it's, made it happen. No, we did. It's also someone, fucking. Someone heard us through through <laughs> yeah. Busta Rhymes on the uh, on the radio. That's how. That's how. Um, the one thing here that's too. That's how really caters to you here. That's right. They literally overhear your conversations. You're talking about Busta Rhymes, going about your business, and all of a sudden. Boom. Well, no, boom. The, the soundtrack here is usually like '90s '90s rap, like old school rap, hip hop going on here. Right. So. Which is exactly what I want to hear in the middle of May. Well, I mean, I don't know. The sun like, out. I feel, I feel like old school rap and hip hop is like the perfect soundtrack for breweries, anyhow. Yeah. Like, dude, whenever I'm in a brewery, like if I'm here in a tribe called Quest, man, I'm, I'm cold, man. But like, you can also throw on like your heavy hitters, like fucking Tupac and Biggie and even Busta or whoever else, and dude, just give it to me, man. Yeah. That's also that's also because we're all fucking old and jaded in that sense too. True, true story. I mean, we can all be like, yeah, you know, '90s is where it's at. But guess what? Nelly's playing fucking Canal Side. There's a reason why Nas is playing Canal Side. Oh, I saw that for this point. Savannah, Savannah hates Nas, so. I don't. I didn't say I hate Nas. I just <laughs> said I don't like him enough that I like want to go. And I'm not really a fan. How can you not like Nas? Uh, you know, it's it's just. I'm, call, not, I'm calling you out right now. It is. It's not my <laughs> cup of tea. But you know what? Buster Rhymes came. I'd go see Buster Rhymes. Like, I mean, I'd be. I like. Too. I like like '90s hip hop. I don't listen. Well, Nas is He was around in the '90s, with the year 2000s. Nas was. Nas was. It is. Late '90s, right? No, it's oh. the. Uh, 20th anniversary of uh, Illmatic, I think, or 25th anniversary of Illmatic. So 94, 95? Yeah. I think it's 25th anniversary. Which, that's why I'm excited, because if he's, if he's going through that front to back... Good old shout-out to Wendy. Thanks, Wendy, for bringing Wisconsin here home. We're drinking Central Waters Brewing Company. It is a bourbon barrel... This is the bourbon barrel. I don't like the label. I can't read it. It is the Cassian Sunset. um, Cassian Sunset. Cassian Sunset variant, which is. They they knew they were gonna brew this through 2022, so they made this label multi-purpose all the way through, just so they could. It's good marketing for That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Now this is the uh, Cassian Sunset uh, variant, which is their Brewers Reserve Stout, aged in oak bourbon barrels with coffee, vanilla beans, and cinnamon. My cousin lives out in Wisconsin and happened to uh, hey Wendy get us a bunch of uh, stuff. Like I, it's funny because like I was like, oh hey, can you bring me some beer? And she's like, yeah, what do you want? And I'm like, oh. Grab this, grab this, grab this. And she's like, you're crazy. You know, like, ask it. It's like, all right. But then she looks, it's like, oh, I was actually able to find this pretty easily. Like, so it goes to show you that, like, once, like, 
I don't know, once a market's there, breweries tend to adapt to it and make these things available, you know? So, I mean, you said these two, this is in a four-pack? Like, yeah. If that was here, it would be off the shelves being a 750, it would be marked up. I mean, but you got to think about it. Would it, like, after a while, though? Um, like, if this was locally brewed. Yeah. Like, like say, for instance, um, say this was brewed by by researchers, you know, they, do you still see bottles of their bourbon barrel uh, sponge candy on shelves? Right, yeah, true. You know? True. I mean, people aren't rushing because they can get it regularly, but for us, I mean, oh, this is Wisconsin, we never see this around here, we probably never will, so it's like, oh shit, we can get this. Right. And that's where the whole... Well, trading market and stuff's built on, yeah. in a sense. So, I mean, you go to a place like Other Half and get their cans released today or whatever, and you can go and trade them for cans that released like yesterday or today from another place that same availability. You know, like that's how the beer scene is right now. I enjoy this. I don't know how this is going to taste in a year or two. I think a year might be the limit on this, but... Yeah, I mean, the, the body's there. You know, you get a lot of... The, maybe the, the flavor's nose. there, and there's so little bit of bourbon left in it. Here's a real question for you. What are our thoughts about children at breweries? Because I have my own personal opinion, but I don't have children. So I feel like with multiple people at the table that don't that have children versus people that don't have children, our opinions might differ. We've talked about this on the podcast before. Have, with Not me? with you. Not with me. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I think Sorry. it's tough for my people. I mean, I got a three-year-old so for, for me, it's a ticking time bomb before one of them starts to go off and out of control. So I don't want other people to perceive me as a bad parent when my kids are off and around this and that. So, you know, if I were to go, it would be like a half an hour and 45 minutes and then I'm out. So I can't really... More so for a special occasion, you're making an appearance for something. Yeah, right. So, I mean, to stay for a couple hours with my kids would be really tough. Yeah. Uh, you know, just because they want to go off and do their own thing. Because my three-year-old is at the point where she wants to just do her own thing. You know, she wants to be herself. She wants to go off and she sees something shiny and she wants to go run towards it. So, right. uh, I mean, other people, their kids maybe are a little more subdued and they're just kind of calm. They can keep to themselves. They can keep themselves preoccupied and keep it stay for a couple hours. You know? So, I don't see any harm in it. Um, I mean, I can see the perception sometimes, but... I bring this up because a, a small child just walked into the brewery. But, um, like, there's a couple breweries, specifically Resurgence, which I always comment about every time we're there, like, seems to have a lot of children at it. It's a very children-friendly, family-friendly bar. Yeah. They, I don't know if they market it that way or it just comes... I don't know what it is. Resurgence but. will rent their space out to almost anything. Yeah. So Birthday that's parties. why you happen to see... Like, like a lot of brewery or a lot of kids and everything else popping in there so like it's not a bad thing um in my opinion like you know you can have the kids there as long as they're you know controlled 
I'm not going to change what I do. So if you're going to come to me and yell at me because I'm talking a certain way or acting a certain way, sorry, don't bring your kid out. Right. But, yeah. you know, it's fair. It's fair. like you're bringing it because essentially you're bringing your kid to a bar, yeah. you know, right. like, so if you're mad that someone's swearing or something else, it's your own fault. I, I mean, yeah, like, am I going to like, I'll be like, sorry, but you know, yeah, I guess that's fine. As long as they're not, I guess, interfering you know. for with, like, I don't feel like I have to, I, I've, I've been at breweries though, where I've had to like walk around, like, like, children are running in my pace and I've almost spilled my beer, you know, those kind of scenarios. That frustrates me when you kind of have to change your... But that's also the parenting, too. Right. You know, that's, that's what but you got to watch But I also children's. I feel like that's, like, my perception because I'm like, I don't know your I struggle. Mean, for me, like, <laughs> I mean, I guess I equate it because, you know, no children, but I do have a dog. I don't bring Brody out a lot because, like, hey... It's my responsibility. I don't want him trying to get in somebody else's shit or ruining somebody else's time because, you know, maybe they're eating some food or something and he's trying to get over to them. And everybody would be like, oh, hey, it's a dog. I love dogs. Whatever. I'm going to pet him. But, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I think it's, I mean, they, I think they want to market to families with kids. You know? Breweries nowadays, too. I mean, they want to have them out there. And it's, it's a tough find to, to stand. Like, you know, for people like yourself, you know, kid, people that don't have kids, they want to go out and have a good time and they want to just be themselves. And then you've got somebody running around because, you know, they're chasing something or they're just running away. Like, it's tough. It's hard to enjoy yourself. So you got to... You gotta remember too, two stereotypes that breweries really accommodate to. Hipsters and 30-somethings with kids. So you're gonna bring them all together. If you're there at four or five on a Friday or Thursday, you know, you're kind of probably setting yourself up on the side of the patio or or somewhere where you're kind of off the beaten path. You're not anybody else. You're just trying to keep to yourself and do your own thing and not try to have anybody, you know, upset. Like, we personally take an hour you know, and it was was a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, you guys took him to uh, Rusty Nickel. It was amazing. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, there was some people playing guitar. Well, you know? Welcome back. Here we go. It's really true. As our kids get older, we are. Yes, I do have more jokes. Great. Another joke Shoot coming out. at you right now. It's another hot take. Say it closer. There's two old guys sitting around. They see this dog looking his balls. The one old guy says to the other old guy, "Man, I wish I could do that." The other guy looks at him and says, "You're crazy. That dog will bite you." I think I think you would have told it just as well. Maybe. Sometimes. Yeah. Not today. I have a lot of jokes. Oh my God! Tell the other jokes. I can't do them all at once. Twenty eighteen. Sunday brunch. It is horrible. You guys got quite a stack going on over there. 
the, the kind of uh, Greg, could you? Yeah, of course. What do we got here? Um, a 2017 and a 2018 version. Apparently, the 2018 is way better. I'm drinking. I didn't try the 17 yet. Yeah, so can I, I take the 17? So to kind of touch base on the whole uh, kid thing, literally we just heard Tupac uh, hit him up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> if you're if you're bringing kids into a brewery and you hear Tupac hit him up, yeah, I mean that is the least friendly child song out there. He's literally talking about murdering people. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, use your own discretion on bringing your children to breweries. If you feel like you can handle them, you feel like they can handle it, do it. If you don't feel it, leave them out. Simple as that. Children are always welcome, in my opinion, but, you know, don't get mad at a brewery or a person at a brewery for how they're acting or the scenario. I agree. So, um, as things are starting to pick up here a little bit, uh, we got a couple of bottle chairs going on, more people coming in. I feel like it's time that we uh, wrap this up a little. I feel it too. <laughs> you got another joke for us? We got one more joke. A to closing go. joke? Closing joke. One joke for the road? <laughs> let me think, let me time think. To shine. Pressure's on. No, I'm horrible with jokes. I got the jokes I told from. <laughs> <laughs> We can do I will totally tell you jokes later. Don't worry, don't worry. It'll happen. But yeah, um, obviously, you can go find Mortalis on their social media. Basically, look up Mortalis Brewing Company and you'll find them. Uh, it's pretty hard to not find them at this point. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at What the Hops, on Instagram at What the Hops Podcast, and follow me on Untapped at Brian WTH. I haven't really been using it because you know what? Sometimes you drink too much beer, and uh, it's just like you don't want to check into shit, you know. So that's why I stopped using Untapped. You never really used it to begin with. You just you used it. Drinking. You used it for like a day. <laughs> no, I had I had it years ago, and I stopped using it. Find me on Instagram at Lady of the Hops. Yes. Also, go find Savannah at Buffalo Burn Company. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be bartending again back for the summer on Saturdays in the afternoon. So please come see me. And, uh, yeah, you can find Adam at West Shore on Sundays every so often. Every once in a blue moon. Summertime may not be the case, but maybe wintertime is my go-to schedule. Yeah. We're all over the place. Yeah, we're, we're taking we're taking over. <laughs> we're taking you know? over by storm. You can't get rid of us. Yeah. We've been around for a year, so you know, you guys like you know, you guys are stuck with us at this point. We're like the plague, we're in So speaking of year anniversary party.
party. It's coming. Yeah, we'll figure something out. It'll probably be long after the anniversary actually is, but we'll, we'll, we'll throw a little event somewhere. So keep an eye on that. Also, don't forget to go and check out the Hopped Up Network. Because the Hopped Up Network is a place to find all your wonderful beer-centered podcasts. Uh, hit up hoppedupnetwork.com and uh, support all our friends. So, on that note, what the hops? What the hops? You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. Thank you. The show you just listened to is part of the Hopped Up Network. The Hopped Up Network is a growing family of craft beer podcasts in the United States and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts.